0: Hello, my name is Anne Walsh. I'm a lay missionary of the Most Holy Redeemer from St. John's in Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. Today is Monday, February 27th, in the first week of Lent, and our Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 25. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with them, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the angels will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of my sisters or brothers, you did it for me. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, we're invited to think a bit about values those underlying principles that guide our lives and the way we treat one another. How do you know what somebody values? Well, you can ask them and listen to what they have to say, but a much better way is to watch them in action. You know the values that guide people's lives by the way they treat others and the world around them. I'd like to tell you a story about something that happened one night when I was out walking with my father. I was no more than eight years old. Dad worked in the downtown core of the city, and he also sang in our cathedral, which is also in the downtown part of St. John's. So he often came upon people who lived pretty much on the streets, on the margins, invisible to many people. Dad often brought them a coffee or a sandwich. He knew them all by name, and they knew him. One of these names, men I'll call Walter Walsh. He met us on our walk and I boldly said, hello, Walter. Dad stopped, turned, looked me in the eye and corrected me. He's your elder. Speak properly to him. And I, of course, said, good evening, Mr. Walsh. Human dignity is the cornerstone of justice. Dad taught me that many, many times, not in those words, of course, but through actions and gestures. I first learned about justice by watching my father and my mother in action. Do you remember learning the corporal works of mercy in school? Feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, give shelter to travelers, visit the sick, visit the imprisoned, and bury the dead. To this, Pope Francis has added another, to care for the earth, our common home. We talk often about doing the corporal works of mercy, but there's much more to it than that. Mercy is a language. It's the language that God speaks. It's not a language like English or French or Portuguese. No, mercy is the language of the heart. It's a language of gestures and action, of showing rather than saying how deeply you care, how much you want things to be better, how you wish the pain would go away. The works of mercy are our core Christian values in action. If that's true, then the job of the Christian in today's world is to become bilingual. To become bilingual in God's language of mercy. Jesus calls all of us to become fluent speakers of the language of mercy. We learn that language of mercy at home, in our families, and it's like with every other language we have to practice speaking it. We practice it in our homes. Sometimes we make mistakes, but it's better to try than not to try. We practice it with our friends. We practice it out in the world, in our workplace. We practice in the place where we go to the gym, where we interact with people. Mercy is the language that God speaks. It's also the way that God hears and the way that God sees. God hears with ears of mercy and compassion and God sees with eyes of mercy and compassion. Today, God hears the cries of suffering people through your ears. God sees through your eyes and God expresses God's mercy and compassion through your heart and your hands and your feet. Wherever people are crying today, God places God's own crazy, wild, abundant love and compassion in the hearts of people like you and me. When we respond, speaking God's language of mercy, their cries are answered. In the Gospels, Jesus gives us some language lessons to get us started on becoming fluent in speaking this language of mercy. Lesson number one is this. The cries of people in every time and place seem to fall in a few basic areas. It's up to us to listen, to hear the cries and the need behind them, and to respond with compassion by doing some simple but very meaningful things. Feeding people who are hungry. And everybody is not hungry only for food. Giving drink to the thirsty. That may mean a cup of water, but it may also be feeding another human thirst. For love, for companionship, for kindness, clothing the naked, not only with physical clothing, but also with justice, mercy, compassion, visiting the sick, visiting those in prison and all the prisons don't have bars, burying the dead and caring for creation you and I are called to look around the world, around us, and to see, to see with God's eyes, to listen with God's heart, and then to act in kindness, mercy, compassion, and love. So today, see with God's eyes, hear with God's ears, and respond as God would respond in compassion, mercy, and love. And may God bless us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.